When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, Monday edition of the program. I hope all of you had fantastic weekends. Buck got to see Dave Matthews. I managed to keep all three boys uh, within my purview at the Georgia-Tennessee game. We had awesome weekends. I hope you guys did as well. We are just trying to bring sanity to an insane world, and there is a lot of insanity out there for us to talk about today. Let's be honest. CNN goes in on Kamala Harris and how awful she has been. SNL goes after Ted Cruz, isn't funny, manages to continue to spread falsehoods. Kyle Rittenhouse, a judge, has dismissed one of the charges against him. Inflation continues to roll. The ABC Washington Post poll has a 41-year low for Democrats. The Steele dossier continued fallout continues, although MSNBC and CNN won't address it, as the Washington Post and Axios have essentially apologized for everything that they did. And you knew it was coming. Every adult needs the booster per Dr. Fauci. But we begin with some news that just happened. I'll play the audio for you. We've been following the Kyle Rittenhouse case. One of the charges has been dismissed against Rittenhouse. It has to do with a gun charge. This is what it sounded like. Let's play cut 20 as the judge in the case dismisses one of the counts against Kyle Rittenhouse. Is the firearm here now? Yes. We can either measure it or you can stipulate that it is. it does not meet what I've stated are the requirements 
We are not disputing that the barrel length is appropriate. Is it legal? It is not a short-barreled shotgun or a short-barreled rifle, yes. Either by barrel or by overall length? Correct. All right. And then count uh, six is dismissed. So, Buck, you're a lot more of an expert on firearms than I am. How in the world did it get to this point if the gun didn't fit the statutory authority under which he had been charged that it gets to all the way to this point in the trial before that is dismissed? The prosecution brought charges here, Clay, that were meant to send a political message. Yeah. That's why. The, and, and they were hoping to at least include a gun charge to give people all along a talking point where, oh, it was illegal for him to be there. It was illegal for him to even be carrying what he was carrying. False. It was not illegal for him to be there, nor was it illegal for him to be carrying this rifle. What they're talking about here is, is it a, a an SBR, a short barrel rifle? And there are very specific qualifications for this based on the length of the actual barrel, right? That's what I said. Do we need to measure this? Yeah. He's carrying what's a, what's essentially, a, he was carrying a, a pretty standard AR-15, which is a rifle, which under Wisconsin law, it's a semi-automatic rifle, he was allowed to be carrying. So now we don't have a gun charge. So this is the, you know, people were saying, oh, well, maybe we'd get him on, and when I say people, I mean the leftists who hate Lesser him. Lesser charges who, sometimes happen. Right. They were, I mean, they threw the kitchen sink and then some at him with the equivalent of essentially murder one, right? Yeah, they, premeditated murder is not happening in this case, if any jury. I don't even understand how that's not dismissed based on the facts that have been established in right. the case, frankly. But they, they threw that in just because that was the prosecution's way of saying, yeah, we hate this kid too, libs, don't worry, we hate him, we're going to charge him with a, a crime that he could get mandatory life. Understand, if that count were to be found by the jury to be guilty, he would spend the rest of his life, it's mandatory, no parole, let rest of his life in prison. And the fact that they even included that in a case like this just goes to show you the level of malpractice. They never should have even brought charges against him. They overcharged him. They threw charges in that would be clearly like this rifle one, disproven the moment it actually was tested in a court. But what they decided to do was use it all as just an opportunity to pile on and smear and see what they could get. So now it all comes down to the self-defense counts. Now it all comes down to, was Kyle Rittenhouse using force to stop a threat against him? Thankfully, we have video, so we know that the answer is yes. And also the politics of this, let's all be very clear, are less uh, toxic, less fissile than they would be if he had shot any minorities at this, he shot BLM three ride. white guys, which I think people are just now becoming aware of in the last week because he's been labeled a white supremacist. He's been labeled a racist. I'll be honest with you. When this story first came out, I presume that he had shot uh, Black Lives Matter protesters who were black because that is the and, way in which the media conveyed this these charges and this story. And, you know, later on, we'll talk about some other calls for censorship in the in the big media uh, that affect yours truly, Clay. But in the meantime, uh, you know, the New York Times being the dishonest and evil commies that they are. But in the meantime, I, I just would point out that they shut down this kid's ability to raise funds. It would be like saying, okay, yeah, you're entitled to a defense, but every bank in America is going to say that your accounts are frozen. They'll no longer carry any transactions for you. Are you really entitled to a legal defense then? Are you really are you really getting the the full benefit of your right to a trial as an American when platforms that are open to people decide you're guilty and therefore they'll kick you off? 
That's what they did well, here. This was the the time of the great wokening, which is now blowing up in Democrats' faces. And I think it's going to be such a fascinating historical record when we're not in the middle of this on a day-to-day basis, because tying in with all these other stories, Buck, Kamala Harris got absolutely savaged by CNN on Sunday, four or 5,000 word piece. I mean, it took a very long time to read that felt like it was planted uh, by the uh, the White House in some way. And I just want to read from this, this CNN article because I want to get your reaction to this, Buck. Uh, Suspicion has sprouted out of the bitterness Last month, White House aides, this is a CNN article, leapt to the defense of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, who was being hammered with outrage by Fox News host Tucker Carlson and like-minded online pundits for taking paternity leave after the adoption of his twins. Harris loyalists tell CNN they see in that yet another example of an unfair standard at play, wondering why she didn't get similar cover any of the time she's been attacked by the right. The quote here It's hard to miss the specific energy the White House brings to defend a white man knowing Kamala Harris has spent almost a year taking a lot of the hits that the West Wing didn't want to take themselves. Uh, The former Harris aide said, essentially, this was racist of Joe Biden. This is, we know Harris herself has previously accused Joe Biden of being racist in a Democratic debate that saw her eventually be hated by all the Democratic voters, and she dropped out before any votes were even taking place. This is the natural outgrowth for Joe Biden of picking someone because of their race and gender to be a heartbeat away from the presidency. Kamala Harris is the vice president because she's black and a woman, and now she's angry that Joe Biden isn't doing enough for her because she's black and a woman and effectively saying he's racist and sexist, and so is the White House. This is what happens when you have intersectionality in the Oval Office. And this is the and just as a review for everybody, right? Intersectionality is really the it's really the foundational, the philosophical foundation of wokeness. And it's this it's this newly made up concept, right? These are some of these words and ideas like critical race theory, things that the left comes up with and then creates some kind of framework for discussion. But intersectionality is that society is essentially all interlocking groups of oppression right there's all these different there's and there's really a hierarchy of oppression of course at the top of the oppression hierarchy are white males but then there's you know other groups and you know latinos not as discriminated against as african-americans asians barely basically white people right they call them they call them politics white adjacent is the term the left uses for asians which i think is highly offensive but i mean this is what they will say about about asians um, but but how does the LGBTQ community fall into this? Right. You'll notice the Kamala defenders saying white man Pete Buttigieg is getting defense from the White House here. Wait, isn't isn't first ever LGBTQ? Uh, now, by the way, that would actually be Rick Grinnell, who's a friend of mine. So I don't want to. But wouldn't you know, wouldn't this Democrat administration say this is the first uh, LGBTQ plus cabinet member? And so we of course we should defend him and defend Kamala. No, they go, oh, you're just going to defend the white guy they leave out the intersectional aspect of this because they're bitter because nobody wants kamala to be president except you know jeff zucker a few people work at msnbc and cnn and that's it no one wants her to be president clay i don't even know kamala wants to be president by the way cnn also 
got criticized. Don Winslow, who's written a lot of good books, actually, uh, said the written hit piece on, on CNN today sent to millions was racist and misogynistic. And if you allow it to go unchecked, you are failing her, President Biden, and this country at a time when Trump and Republicans are trying to burn this country buck to the ground. Also, our good friend Little Red Lying Hood, Jen Psaki, weighed in with maybe, maybe the most tepid defense possible, Buck. She said, for anyone who needs to hear it, at VP is not only a vital partner to POTUS, but a bold leader. And this is where she really kind of just crushed her. A bold leader who has taken on key important challenges facing the country. From voting rights to addressing root causes of migration to expanding broadband, all of which Kamala Harris has looked ridiculous trying to elucidate the uh, the government position. There's no way they're going to be able to convince people with talking points that this is, you know, this is somehow not the reality of what the American people are seeing with Kamala Harris as the borders are with Kamala Harris as somebody who can't even go through. Let, let's be really honest about it. Even the ceremonial functions of a vice president. She's in seem, seem to be somehow a miss for her. Even the very straightforward things that anybody in the role you would think could do. Kamala makes it look like, wait. How can you be inauthentic at the ribbon cutting ceremony, if you will? That's <laughs> no what kidding. she manages to do. And that's why there's a bit of a panic, because simultaneously, Clay, there are some Democrats who are, you know, waking up the same way they're waking up to the reality that now Fauci is saying boosters for everybody. Every yes, adult. Which you've been telling everybody out there, which was we've going been to saying for months that yes. that is exactly go back, listen to the trend or watch the trend. Read the transcript. Listen to the show. We've been saying they're going to say boosters for everybody. We've been right. And he even says it's because of the Israeli data, which we've been talking about here and had to months Berenson, since July. Yes. Uh, so boosters for everybody. But the, the same way that we can all see what's really going on and now they can't hide it with Joe Biden. The guy's going to be 82 in his second term going into it. That's supposed to be okay for the American people. This is the best we can do. I mean, yeah, there are some 82-year-olds who are super sharp and on. He's not even one of those. No. He he is, as we've said, Thanksgiving is next week. He's the doddering member of your family who can no longer string consecutive thoughts together that make sense. But Kamala is a lot younger, and she, every time she talks... It's like she has a word quota she has to fill. Did you hear? By the way, can I just say, who, from- who makes you more comfortable... I mean, I read the article they sent of the weekend. It was pretty, I mean, it wasn't surprising, but it was a good yes. read. Um, who are you more comfortable with having the nuclear codes, Kamala or Joe Biden, honestly? Joe. I say Joe. As Joe, much as. I mean, just, just because I think he is more cognizant, which is crazy to say, of the consequences of decisions. Whereas Kamala, listen to this on nine. Listen, I mean, listen to Kamala. Uh, play. We'll play a couple of these cuts for you about Kamala, because CNN was talking about her, too. Uh, but first, got to tell you, Black Friday, next Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Big sales, every store to get your holiday shopping. But why wait if there's a new iPhone on your holiday gift list? Pure Talk Cellular has the iPhone 12 for just $479. That's a great holiday gift. Remember, it's the exact same 5G network using the exact same towers as one of the big carriers. You can keep your same phone number and your same phone if you don't want a new one. You can leave AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. You're going to see monthly savings of 50 or $60 or more. Plus, my own 13-year-old has got a Pure Talk cell phone, and he gets unlimited talk, text, 6 gigs of data. 
on Pure Talk's 5G network for just 30 bucks a month. Buck, how do you get signed up? They've got a 30-day risk-free guarantee at Pure Talk, so you literally have nothing to lose. From your cell phone right now, dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk. You'll save 50% off your first month and save on a new phone. That's pound 250, say Pure Talk. Some restrictions apply. Call for details. We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I was just telling you all a minute ago about how Kamala, and welcome back to Clay and Buck Show, 
how Kamala is able to make a mess of things in the most straightforward, ceremonial, and soundbite situation, right? Somehow people go, wait, what? Just just kind of be normal. You know, just don't don't try too hard. Just act like, this is what happens. And really the, the, the problem that Kamala's having and what people around her, her team, are also very sensitive to is, is this a person who has just been pushed forward by the establishment for reasons other than political skill and uh, and mass political appeal? Are, are there other factors that have had the system pushing her forward? That's the this is what what gets very sensitive. You know, you start asking why Kamala. Here's an example, though. Clay pointed this out. Together. Clay pointed this out to me. To Clay. see where we are, where we are headed, where we are going, and our vision for where we should be, but also see it as a moment, yes, to together address the challenges and to work on the opportunities. There's I, nothing there. I don't even know what it. Can, can you can you can you start it again? My was quick. Start it again for a second. Just so we here. Here she is in France. We must together work together to see where we are where we are headed, where we are going, and our vision for where we should be, but also see it as a moment, yes, to together address the challenges and to work <laughs> okay, on Clay, Clay, the this, you, you know, You went to GW, I went to Amherst, and you went to law school after that to Vanity, right? You always remember, right, when there was the kid that thought that he could get away with not doing the reading when called on and yes. was, like, getting kind of close to it and then just belly flopped. I've heard, you know, in, in law school, we have the Socratic method, Buck. So everybody gets called on. and it, But when you're getting grilled by a professor on a detailed case, it becomes really self-evident who has never done the reading at all, and that's what it sounded like. Right. That, that is Kamala getting – and she's just, that's not even getting grilled. That's her trying to talk. I mean, it, it's embarrassing. But this is what it is all the time, right? This is her sitting down, for example, what we saw when she sat down with Lester Holt. And he's like, hey, when are you going to the border? Why haven't you gone? And she goes, we've been to the border. No, you can't. That's not going to fly. Like, that's not going to work. You can't pull that move here. But she keeps trying. And you have to wonder. People say, well, she was a, a senator in California. Yeah, where the Democrat machine is probably the most dominant and well-oiled as a system of any state in the country, Right. And she got where she is through personal relationships and politics. That's that a very that's a very discreet uh, that's a very discreet way to describe her past. I mean, the, the the whole thing with Kamala Buck, she's not ready for prime time, and that's really the story that you get from CNN over and over again. It's not like Joe Biden is without error. But essentially what the White House uh, West Wing seems to be saying is we're not going to try to defend her because so much of her problems are self-inflicted. And she just can't handle responding to questions. She's barely done an interview in the time that she's been in the White House because they're so terrified of what she might say. And now, of course, they have to come up with an explanation for how it's not her fault without taking down Biden too much in the process. When you have leaks going on like this between the Oval Office and the vice president's office, you got issues. And this May, is not going to get when CNN's writing it, Buck. This is like the pop. I mean, this is Pravda, right? I mean, they're they're the propaganda machine for the Democrats in the White House, and they are writing this. It makes it feel I, I can like tell you a this, setup. CNN is much more emotionally invested as an institution in Kamala Harris than Joe Biden. No question about it. Much more emotionally invested. They want her to be the future of the Democrat Party. We'll come back to is the media irredeemably dishonest? I think you know the answer to the question, but Clay will probably dive into that for us in a second here. 
If we've learned anything in the last few years, nothing quite as important as a powerful immune system. You need to do everything you can to build up your immunity. That's why you need Texas Superfood, the original superfood. With 55 vine-ripened fruits and vegetables plus probiotic and digestive enzymes, you can build your body's defense from the inside out. That's why Dr. Dennis Black invented this over 20 years ago, folks. Texas Superfood boosts your immune system better than anything on the market. Eating fruits and veggies, you know it's good for you, but a lot of people don't get enough of them because of their schedules. That's why you need Texas Superfood. If you can't, won't, or don't eat all your fruits and veggies, Texas Superfood was made for you. Go to TexasSuperfood.com slash buck or call 855-TEXAS-55. That's TexasSuperfood.com slash buck or call 855-TEXAS-55. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. There's a bevy of stories for us to dive into. Uh, but want to hit you with uh, a bevy of fake news, as uh, as Donald Trump would say. Also want to let you know, big ruling out of the Fifth Circuit that dropped on Friday night. We'll talk a little bit about the legal implications of the ruling, which was a slapdown. Incredible uh, incredible ruling from the Fifth Circuit saying that the vaccine mandate implemented by Joe Biden through OSHA is unconstitutional for a variety of reasons. Uh, I hope that other circuit courts will also adopt the same perspective. But in the meantime, Joe Biden's vaccine mandate on the legal ropes. But we haven't talked a ton about the Steele dossier being completely wiped out as a legitimate basis for news after five years it's pretty wild to think about after five years of trumpeting this all throughout the washington post democracy dies in darkness and all that jazz the new york times msnbc cnn buck msnbc and cnn have barely acknowledged in any way that the steel dossier is now a complete fabrication the washington post wrote a mea culpa same thing happened for axios but Andrew Sullivan had a good piece that he tweeted out uh, that said, when all the media narratives collapse, and he listed all these different things, and I, I know a lot of our audience experienced the failure of the media on these stories, but when you see them all lined up one after the other, it's pretty crazy. 2016 election, media said Hillary Clinton was going to triumph. When she didn't, they blamed Russia collusion. Kyle Rittenhouse right now appears that he's very likely to not be found guilty. Media told you that he was a racist white supremacist hell-bent on committing murder. Covington Catholic, the kid uh, on the Nicholas Sandman on the front steps, the vaccines and the fact that they were highly effective, that certainly has blown up, as we've been telling you for months on this show. The lab leak theory was unacceptable to suggest that COVID came out of a lab leak. Now seems like it did. Jussie Smollett, the Atlanta uh, shootings, Hunter Biden's laptop, inflation, the Steele dossier. These are just some of them. The mainstream media got all of these stories wrong, Buck. And not only did they get them wrong, they lectured all of us who asked any questions about them and said we were spreading disinformation, misinformation, that we should have our abilities to talk to our audience restricted. I wonder where Andrew Sullivan was during some of these. I'm just going to say that. As, as much as I... I like when people come to the truth, so I don't ever want to be, you know, there was somebody from uh, a very far left, the Young Turks, who came out and said, you know, I was wrong about Rittenhouse. And so I never want to be that person that 
pounces on people when they arrive. You arrive at the truth. Okay, good. But I do have a frustration here, Clay, as you're reading those things out. And it's not to, you know, Andrew Sullivan does a lot of good work on on different issues. He's a liberal, but sometimes he's honest or he seems to be honest, I should say, on most issues. Um, But this stuff was obvious. I mean, I I did a podcast the first week of the Jesse Smollett case where the title was Jesse Smollett is lying. Everyone's saying, oh, it's, you know, crazy what happened to him and it's awful. I'm like, there's no way it was a lynching, a hate crime. I mean, she's an idiot, but that's what she tweeted. You know, and and this and the same time when we remember there was that moral panic over nooses all over the country and it kept being found out oh it was a rope someone was using at a tree in a park for exercise equipment or oh it was a a door pull on you know at a nascar NASCAR after all the story yeah there is because we're going through something akin to a leftist cultural revolution a maoist cultural revolution where independent thought asking questions trying to be a free thinker and also trying to be accountable for what's true and what's not and what you say because all that's going on right now and, and they want to stop people from doing accountability in their in their words what are we supposed to take from this the media has been consistently wrong on huge issues in the same direction not because of honest mistakes that's their alibi and it's bullcrap it's because they are activists and it's because the democrat corporate media the same way that that democrats control 90 percent plus of all the faculty lounges and universities the same way they control uh netflix and they controlled hollywood studios before that they control 95% of the corporate-owned media, at least, and they're running an agenda all the time. Other Because the the numbers don't add up otherwise, right? It, you would at least get something wrong at some point that was favorable yeah. to the right. Never That's, happens. It, it, it does not occur. It's a, it's a statistical impossibility that what's going on here is not intentional. But when you realize it's intentional, then you know what we're dealing with which is a bunch of ruthless commies pushing propaganda like the New York Times, CNN, etc. What's so funny about that, Buck, is I've made that argument and it leaves everybody speechless. I just say, hey, you're right. You know, maybe the media is not biased. Tell me about all the great stories that ended up not being true that painted Donald Trump in a more flattering light. You can't even point to. You would think if you were just haphazard and frequently wrong in your analysis, has CNN... MSNBC, The Washington Post, or The New York Times ever had a flattering and incorrect article about Donald Trump that benefited him that we later found out was untrue. I can't even think of one. There isn't one. I mean, it's not, it's not, even, crazy it's not even that we... I mean, I would, I would go as far as to say it just didn't happen, right? It's not even like we could find one or two that maybe you know, creates a little bit more dissonance in this argument. This is, this is a... What, this is a 100% proposition because you could never get that through a newsroom because here's the real the real issue, Clay, isn't that they may never stumble onto news that might be fav- favorable to the right. They would never print news that is favorable to the right that was not an absolute necessity, right? I mean, you know, I- unless it's the jobs numbers looking good and they know they can't get away with fabricating it, unless it's, you know, something that's impossible for them to effectively cheat on through editorializing in a way that favors one side – it won't happen. That's the way the system is set up. And so when I when we tell people out there, uh, you, you cannot trust. We're not saying this without reason. We're not saying this without justification for it based on how they conduct themselves. These news entities are operating in a realm of lies. They lie about being unbiased. They lie about holding themselves accountable constantly. And that is actually now their mission statement. They started to slip a little bit and even say it during the Trump era where the truth 
was anti-Trump. They yes. come up with these very frightening authoritarian sounding slogans and thing, you know, you know, speech we don't like is violence. The truth is anti-Trump. You say, hold on a second. That doesn't sound like what a free society should be adhering to. It's also important, Buck, to distinguish all those things that we just ran through were reported as fact, not opinion. And I feel much of the challenge that we have in American media right now is over a failure oftentimes to distinguish between fact and opinion. All of those things that were shared were allegations mostly of fact, right? If somebody watches the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trial right now and writes a piece, I think Kyle Rittenhouse should be found guilty. Here are four things that happened in the trial that make me believe that. That's an opinion piece. You can agree or disagree with it, but it's founded on what's actually taken place in the trial itself. When you say the Steele dossier is accurate, like Adam Schiff said for years, and his justification underlying for Donald Trump's removal from office, and then it all is found to be untrue, it destroys the factual basis of the claim, but then also every opinion base that was rooted in that case, which is a huge portion of overall discussion, hours and hours of falsehoods, and many people still don't know that it's fake news. And isn't it fascinating that at the same time where we have seen more open and egregious falsehoods from the biggest news organizations in america that are democrat aligned right cnn new york times washington post good on the list all of them msnbc nbc news abc news at the same time when you see that happening you also have a shift in journal in quote-unquote journalism to we need to shut down ideas we don't like we need people to be banned from twitter who say things about masks that we disagree with we need Fox to shut down questions about the vaccine what Fox News shouldn't be allowed to broadcast. Yes. That's an argument that has been made. This is they want their opponents to be shut up because in a free market of ideas, these people look like the liars and the jackasses that they are. And they all have very both big and fragile egos at the same time. It's a remarkable thing about lib journos. No doubt. And by the way, it's remarkable how low interest rates have been for a long time. Buck, you've been getting hooked up with our friends in American financing. Lots of people out there as well. But, you know, I'm still surprised how many people haven't made the decision to go out and check and see whether they could be saving a bundle just by getting a new mortgage rate. You know, you can find and save yourself up to $1,000 a month. You only have to give 10 minutes to call American financing and you could be well on your way to saving $12,000 a year, $1,000 a month. You could skip a couple of payments. Buck, how do people get hooked up with American financing like you already have? I'm getting my loan. I'm going to find out when we're closing here in just a couple of weeks, I think. So it's been a seamless process. I've got a great rate, and the customer service is better than any banking situation I've dealt with before. Call American Financing at 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. 
GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Is trucking the profession of truck drivers? Is there a lot of racism? This is, is, is everything racist is the question that is always being asked on MSNBC. Welcome back to the Clay and Buck show here. And, you know, you'd think we're talking about supply chain issues. We're talking about how we can get more and one thing, when you've been doing radio as long as Clay and I have, you know that some of the people that are riding along with you the most consistently day in and day out are truck drivers. And they're the reason that we actually have commerce in this country. It's great to get things to the port. We appreciate our uh, our stevedores. Is that the proper, the appropriate term? Is that is that is right? I, that feels like a really old school term? I I, I mean I've I've seen that term <laughs> I mean, before. The, the dock workers. I believe longshoremen. I think it's longshoremen. Longshoremen. Okay. Well, I'll, Steve Adore, it's a good question. I, I think of that as like somebody who worked on a train back in like the nineteen, the eighteen seventies. Like, but maybe I'm wrong on that. 
Uh, no, it's a person employed or engaged at a dock to load and unload cargo from a ship. Would that be the same thing as a longshoreman? Yes. I, well, actually, no. Let me check. I got. I got to see. We're learning things in real time here, and of course, the people that do these jobs are like, "Come on, Clay and Buck, get it, get it together." Oh yeah, it's the same thing. Same I thing. think longshoreman is the preferred term. Like, you're not allowed to say. Uh, I don't think you get stewardess. in trouble. I don't think anyone's no, gonna like punch I, you if I, you I, say. You may have just alienated the entire, uh, the entire, uh, you know, pack uh, the package plant uh, community out okay. there. The, well, uh, whatever the preferred nomenclature may be. The point here it's like is flight that attendant we, versus stewardess. We, we got a lot. <laughs> no, I don't think it's like that. <laughs> I think it's like but that. But anyway, I think you've offended everyone. We got we got a lot of of uh, people driving trucks listening to the show. We show we so appreciate you because some of you are in the truck and you're listening for you know maybe the whole three hours of the show. And so thank you for that. And so that's just why this just this just annoyed me, man. This just set me off. MSNBC is having a conversation about how do we get more truckers on the road, which is important, which is important, massively important. And we all want yes. we just we just want safe, skilled truck drivers out there getting commerce done. And and MSNBC turns it into big surprise a discussion about racism how can the industry be more welcoming because i have to tell you i talked to a lot of truck drivers and preparing for this segment and most of these truck drivers are people of color and they talked about you know hearing some of the racism over the cb you know this is again an industry populated by a lot of white men over the age of 55 this group of people overwhelmingly voted for trump some people have talked about you know aggressive truck drivers cutting them off or not being helpful so obviously the more populated it is with people of color i think you'll see less of that but how can you encourage people to come and disrupt this space when it seems a bit unwelcoming wait there's so much there clay first of all so if there's more people of color then then inherently there will be less rudeness among the drivers i mean like i what what is she even saying well i'm just calling bs on the open of that where she claimed that before she went on the show to talk about this subject she talked to a lot of truck drivers did not happen no i i would i would wager uh, a monster amount of money that she did not talk to a lot of truck drivers. She might have talked to a truck driver. She might have somebody's dad uh, who, like, is, you know, she sent text messages to or something. Th- there is no way she did substantial research for truck drivers, all right? And there are over 11 million open jobs right now. A huge number of open jobs, especially given what's going on with our transportation supply chain snafus, our disaster that's going on right now, are directly related to truck drivers. And Buck, I've heard from a lot of truck drivers that even though they are solitary inside of their cabin much of the day driving in their trucks, that they are going to be required to get the vaccine because many of them are employed by larger entities that employ over 100 people. And then a lot of them are going to quit, potentially. So we're not only going to have a truck driver shortage as exists right now. The Biden mandate, if it's actually implemented, is going to make things even worse. Isn't it funny? You and I actually do hear from truck drivers on a regular basis. I think that's funny with the MSNBC. I spoke to a lot of, I mean, I I get messages from them, I think, every day. I mean, close to every day. That is a massive portion of our listenership. Because as you point out, they're in the car, they're in in their trucks all day. And, you know, I I hope some of them are pulling the horn for the Clay and Buck show, you know, right now. You know, I don't know. I I think it's called the horn, right? Whatever that. that. Anyway, the point is, Steve Adore's the horn in the transportation industry right now. The horn. (laughs) the the stevedores i actually would love to know from people out there they can tweet us or uh or call in how frequently is the term stevedore used because i i feel like this is something that i haven't seen since like i I think it's old school i think it's up there with like haberdashery or something you know it's still technically (laughs) correct but you don't you don't really hear it as much but look the the point here about about msnbc is that we we sometimes ask this question rhetorically do they really think is everything about race and can they make anything a discussion of racism 
and they answer it day in and day out. And it's it is fascinating to watch at MSNBC. They can make anything in every fact every single topic anything can be about racism of course covid can be about racism the only other thing that i've seen that was amazing intellectual gymnastics from msnbc and, and a bit from cnn too recently is that inflation clay is caused by covid did you did you know this that oh, if we only got more people to get shots inflation goes down oh wow that's that's a that's a remarkable how that comes together it it is. I'm trying. I'm still kind of laughing, thinking about like the chimney sweep. Like, what other phrases could we come up here for for jobs that have been hopelessly uh, left aside? The stevedore. Um, I, I'm just. I, I'm still kind of uh, hung up on that. Well, if you have any dock workers listening and they want to call it and weigh in, well, by I all means. think longshoremen would be what they would want to be referred to. But yeah, I would love to know what the proper terminology is there. 800-282-2882. The lines are in fact open, and we, we're going to have our friend uh, Dave Rubin. Joining us here in just a few minutes, we're going to be talking to Mr. Rubin just about because he's a big free speech guy involved in some of the actual free speech platforms that are out there right now where you're allowed to say things that are against the mainstream, that are even controversial. And uh, we'll talk to him about what that looks like now. I mean, I think, Clay, the First Amendment is under greater pressure than at any time in my lifetime, and to find things that are almost analogous to what we're seeing now, you'd have to go back to the era of Woodrow Wilson when they were locking people up for unpopular opinions about the war in uh, Europe. It's pretty wild to think about that the liberal left-wing perspective now is speech that hurts my feelings shouldn't be allowed to be shared inside of the United States, which should be absolutely terrifying to anyone with a functional brain. Coming back into that, plus we'll have more updates for you on the latest from the Rittenhouse trial, we could see the verdicts, maybe even by end of day, maybe by tomorrow, who knows? It'll be coming down, though, this week, most likely, and could be any hour. Uh, we'll bring you the latest on that. Plus, Fauci says boosters for all adults. Who told you that was going to happen? We did. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels 
challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 